1: Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM in Tallahassee, Florida.
0: Whether you like it or not.
1: <laughs> weather. He said weather. That's the Take point. Take a drink. <laughs> he said weather. You think
0: you're in Andy's Andy Cohen's uh, Playhouse. <laughs>
1: yeah, it feels like. Patty's Playhouse. I wish. <laughs> Our number is 850 656 0009. If you have any questions or you want to list your home, um, which means sell your home. You need help with a buyer with buying a home or you just want to
0: make some it staging
1: pretty. expertise, some styling expertise from Scott.
0: Making it pretty one house at a time. Yeah,
1: but we're, right now we're in a weather situation. It's We tape on that's Wednesdays. It say, airs on Saturday. Lightly. Yeah, so every time we say weather, we take a drink. <sighs> whether or not. Whether
0: or not I'm going to yeah. get the furniture out of this house to close. Whether or not I'm going to finish this. Yeah, so weather's a not. challenge
1: right now because it stops us from doing our job.
0: Yeah. A little bit
1: we're moving we take uh if you're just tuning in for the first time a 20 foot truck of stuff and move it into a home that we're listing and then move it out and so we need to move one out by Sunday, so hopefully we'll get a break yeah for three or five hours
0: will be more than 20 foot. there's a lot in this house. <laughs> this is multiple multiple houses. trips, yeah yes, for sure, so but it's closing it on Monday, and
1: we do have a new listing. Happen. We have a new listing. It's coming soon. I did post it. It's 2427 Lancelot. It's in Royal Oaks. It's like 1684 square feet, three bedroom, two bath. He's updating the kitchen. It's been painted. It's It'll be beautiful.
0: Marble's in.
1: Marble's in. Backslash fixtures are in. Is
0: going up today. Yeah, it but it is
1: be. coming soon. Hopefully you'll be able to see it by the weekend,
0: depending on. And I have a new one coming in Kalarn Lakes that I will not talk about because yeah. it's not up
1: yet. It's not up yet because we have rules here. But people. it will be.
0: It will be up.
1: Patty has to follow the rules. It
0: will be up and sold quickly.
1: Yeah, in a minute. So will Lancelot. If you don't get in this weekend, you won't probably super, get Super, super pretty. It's very exciting. So thank you all for, we're doing a Facebook Live as we do every week. So thank you very much. Thank you, for everyone who's downloaded the podcast. The podcast is on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all the big ones. So thank you, thank you. Our It, it had like a V recovery, like it tanked for a little bit and now it's going back up. So I've had a couple thousand downloads this week. We've had some really interesting topics, which I think helps.
0: It Well, always. I think it helps. I mean, I had a I had a moment where I was going through Facebook, and maybe this is a good time to thank John for positioning this camera when we tape this, <laughs> because I typically don't listen and or watch any of that. And I happened to see us, and I was like, why is that looking at my chin like that? What the heck? So we need to fix that.
1: It looks at your chin, I don't I'm looking at it right now?
0: Yeah, it just looked like I was looking down. And oh, lo- yeah. we're and right was at a, like, on was oh, like, break. yeah. Mm.
1: You have a strong chin.
0: Well, not in that picture.
1: That's Scott Coward. He's a real tour.
0: Strongly pointed <laughs> down and <laughs> looking strong. rough. It is, but it, it is okay, your right. good side. I'm not sure about that.
1: It is. We're both real <laughs> estate agents. I'm an appraiser. So we always have to introduce ourselves. So today I... I didn't know what to talk about. You like didn't? I'm I'm gone. Kind of, I'm going I was going back and forth. I I, I kind of got into a Facebook argument with a general appraiser about price per square foot and or how a home is measured. Okay. So that's really boring though.
0: It re- I mean
1: how a home is measured, you know, and then we were doing the floor plan. So we're doing these uh floor plan drawings so that folks know when they're looking at a listing where the walls lie. You know, will their stuff fit? So uh, I'm undertaking this task of creating floor plans using software that we bought. And the guy's like, is a bedroom a bedroom if it doesn't have a closet? He's saying it is. He's a general appraiser. General appraisers are the uh, upper echelon of appraising. Residential appraisers only can appraise residential. So we use a standard of measurement. It's A-N-S-I, which I don't remember right now what it's. But it's an instrument of measuring, and closets are part of a room, and traditionally a bedroom has to have a closet and a window. Egress, ingress and egress, so a door, mm-hmm. and then egress is the window. And then the argument was, how tall do the ceilings have to be? So that was part, I that was just a little conversation today. But if anybody has any questions about that, or they're measuring, or they see odd measuring when they're having an appraisal done, just give us a call. I, mean, I, I, get, think
0: I get a lot of people's questions on that, and quite frankly, just because I'm a realtor doesn't mean I don't have the same questions. To yeah. me, it should be based on size of a room, not necessarily just a closet. So can I put a closet in said room? Mm-hmm. Because I've been in many houses that have a closet. And those should not be classified as rooms. <laughs> yeah. so, like an old house. Yeah, so you can't really – I mean, you can – Clearly, it's done, but I would—I don't look at it always. But think that way. about
1: it, age. So, if you have an age of a house, that's 1950. Mm-hmm. Typically, all of those homes would have the same size closets.
0: Typically. So, you're not
1: using a 1950 home in a 2008 home, Should not. where the standards are different. So, again, uh, appraising is about Sesame Street. Everything is equal, but so if everything was equal and all the closets are kind of the same draw floor plan feel. Three by two versus six by two, they're not walk-in closets typically. Then you can use it; it doesn't really matter. Well, I
0: have a I have the coming soon that's coming up. It is a fourth bedroom. Mm-hmm. However, the closet was taken out of it. You clearly can put a closet in it. It's big enough. It's big enough for it. So, do you say three two or do you say four two? I will it's, say four two, but I realize it does not have a closet. So, okay.
1: I, if I got that that house as an appraisal. Mm-hmm. I would know that it had had a closet.
0: How would you know that?
1: Because you're going to tell me because I'm going to ask the question Ah. and say why is there why is this a little larger? Were there any modifications? Because this in the last several years, any modifications? This one different. They have.
0: They have built the house, so you can't even tell there was a closet there, but there was a closet there.
1: Any modifications in the last five to ten years, mm-hmm. so it needs to come out, and yeah. then it's really important because you want that to count. Yes. The appraiser could make an adjustment of $1,500 saying this is how much it's going to cost to replace that closet, mm. but this is how it was built. But I am a conservative appraisal, and I would use a 3-2, but we're marketing the home. We're not appraising it. I would just give the information to that appraiser as the realtor.
0: Right. I, when I, when I, it's more of a dialogue that goes in my head of how mm-hmm. to represent it because I don't want to misrepresent no different than when I talk about looking at a house. I'm not trying to catfish anybody at the same time. It really is a four or two that could clearly be put a closet in it. So,
1: and that's why people that make these adjustments, homeowners that it. enclose a garage, yep. how much would it cost to put it back is mm-hmm. what the appraiser wants to know. So as long as they're not taking out the garage door, they're putting a false wall mm-hmm. in front of the door, but maintaining the garage door in front of that false wall. That's simple. It's and like five hundred bucks.
0: But would do that just from anesthetic. But they point take
1: out the garage, Why? and now you have an issue. Now you have a bigger issue because everyone else has a garage, and you mm-hmm. don't have a garage. It's everything but
0: anesthetically, it just doesn't look right.
1: So you just the appraiser will need to ask that question, and then you will provide that information. Driving
0: to up to a non garage is always bothersome to me.
1: Very rarely is it done well.
0: Well, I mean, the driveway is literally leading up to a non-garage, <laughs> to a, it's a patio bir- door. It's not a, it's not a parking pad. I know. Pad. It is an old garage. So-, so
1: somebody says a walk-in closet should be four foot wide. Appraisers do not, we do not adjust for closets. So yes, a walk-in should be four, at least three and a half because you have to get my hips through there. So I get that. But we do not adjust for closet space that's taken out of the square
0: footage. That's and that's walk-in closet. That's
1: a walk-in closet. Yeah. So yes, it has a great walk-in closet with a great light or a dressing room like your Mariah Carey with dressers and a, a futon in there. But that's not we're not we're not taking that into account as far as an adjustment on the grid. We're only saying that's a nice feature. Hmm. Congratulations on your very large dressing room or the
0: lights and the doors. Because so,
1: unless everyone else has it, you're, it doesn't count.
0: So, the doors in my new listing, when you yeah. open the door to the closet, the lights come on. And when you shut the door, Ooh, the motion go off. detector. No, it's actually in the jam of the door. How'd they do that? It's like a little button. So, when the door opens up, like
1: a refrigerator, the
0: light goes on. And when it shuts, <laughs> the light goes off. And I was it's like, It's
1: just like a refrigerator. Very
0: nice. Are you going to do that uh, in your like house? It? Probably not. You gotta run I have different, wire I have the different types of closets because it's yeah. a it's a 50s home. So it's I don't well, that know. would be cool. I, don't I know you could types. do
1: motion like uh uh LED, LED lights and mm-hmm. do a motion on that.
0: I'm just happy to have a kitchen. I mean, not quite yet, but almost
1: saying, <laughs> But yeah, appraisers do not adjust for closet space. It's just a nice feature that it has to have to be able to count. And all things have everybody has a closet. So have a closet. Before you start taking out closets, give your realtor or Scott or I a call. Because when you start making those adjustments about functionality and the house loses its functionality, then that's a deterrent from purchasing the home.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's all sure. about
1: functionality.
0: Well, I mean, it's not all about that. Yeah,
1: every, I mean, you go to homes and they're like, oh, I added on. And I'm like, ugh. Right? Why? You spent $40,000 to add on and now it's not functional.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, the
1: challenge. And you didn't do like that it wasn't because... probably dollars. Well you have you to didn't be, make it. You look have like to like be
0: it. functional also outside of yourself. You can't be so specifically functional for you. Unless you're gonna die there. And quite frankly, it needs to be aesthetically pleasing and, and functional. To have function and yet no looks or looks and no function. Both all Breakdown
1: right. ahead. This is Boss Gags, and it is like I'm so cold. I think it's because it's I do festive. not like,
0: understand it.
1: I don't either. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us 850 656 0009. Wilson Patty's Playhouse, we were talking about measuring last segment. We were talking about houses and measuring and functionality and removing a room.
0: And what a boring topic it would be.
1: <laughs> no, I thought it would be really boring. And let's take it
0: for another segment. <laughs> Here we anyway, go. That's
1: what we were talking about, trying to do it professionally, where you like talk about what you did the last segment. I'm trying to be more purposeful and, in our conversation. And informative. <laughs> People have been coaching me. I'm trying to listen to They're that. telling
0: you to be purposeful.
1: Yeah, say, this is what you said. Tell him what you're going to tell him. Tell him and tell him what you told him. Mm. So this is what I told you what I told you.
0: Right. I said the same thing. You said I was going to be boring.
1: <laughs> That's all I got. You said oh, I was really, going to be boring. have other topics now.
0: Well, I mean. We
1: were going to talk about weather.
0: <laughs> drink. Um, well, there could be a lot to talk about. I mean, quite frankly, there's a lot happening with, obviously, weather and whatnot. But I don't know about you, but I'm starting to see at least in our community a lot of reductions again
1: yeah i've been noticing i've been looking for molly for pennsylvania and it's a massive
0: so, reduction so i'm not seeing more houses on the market no nope. i'm still seeing low inventory it just says to me we're starting at numbers that may be a little inflated mm-hmm. and we're thinking because the market's so good because there's such little inventory they're that trying you can get what you want
1: they punted
0: yeah and they I'm, thought they could right so i'm seeing a lot of i mean
1: Price reductions.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not they're not crazy ones. Not you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it seems like it's a a trend again.
1: So if you're on Facebook and you're a realtor from out of the area, could you let us know if your area is, is undergoing to, some price price changes? I mean,
0: we're still seeing it, at least from all the numbers I'm looking at as a percentage of sell to list, Mm -hmm. roughly that same 97% that we've seen for quite some time. But we're also seeing ones that are selling for more than asking and ones that are selling for less. But the reductions are happening in between there quite frequently, so I can see.
1: Try to attract a buyer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see that people are responsive in that way by reducing, because I think prospective buyers want to know that you're interested in selling your home. And at the same time I've never understood as a buyer why someone would not just make an offer because it's only a request in terms of a listing price. I've never really understood the idea of not wanting to offend in that way or I mean it just seems like you offer what you offer. They can only say that. It's no. an
1: offer. It's an offering price says. Correct. So in the listing agreement says offering price. Right. Blank Tallahassee Board of Realtors. And it also is an offer when you submit one on paperwork, on the nine pieces of paper.
0: It makes me wonder if people, as buyers, want to see it reduced so they can still offer less than yeah. what the offer is at that point.
1: I think we've experienced, when you have a seller who's consistently, no matter how many realtors they go through, yes. they're at 365 Yes. 365 no, it's... A buyer has their own ability to negotiate with their... And they're, and what does that tell you? It tells you they aren't going to reduce $5. Right. I mean, they're literally not reducing $5. Well,
0: it shows lack of flexibility. And if it's lack of flexibility as it pertains to that, then what else are we going to yeah, get Yeah, I
1: mean, exactly. It's the whole 45-day experience that yeah. you're going through.
0: Correct. So it's, it's like
1: with the last offer I made, the last bigger house. Mm-hmm. I wrote in the offer. I went above asking. Mm-hmm. I took away the appraisal. I took away... I created a five-day inspection. I also created... You have to put a closing date in. You kind of do. But I created an automatic two-week extension if the seller needed it. Uh, We created... I put in there that we would ask for... No, absolutely not. As far as repairs. No repairs would be asked for. And if they could, the seller could cancel. Like, I try to make little... Little gives, and we got the house because of those little gives, less than the highest offer.
0: I wouldn't have gotten my house had I not done the same thing. I did five-day inspection period, and I also told them it was unlikely that I would do inspections because all I really cared about was making sure that the roof and the electrical was good, plumbing, decent. But after I went to the house, I realized I wasn't going to have any of those issues anyway, so I didn't do an inspection We were good for financing. We could close whenever they wanted to. So I just made it very, very, very easy. Okay. We made ours very, very, very easy. And I think that sometimes, you know, everybody thinks it's all about money, but it's not true. I mean, money is important, but sellers are often tied to a story, the right person. I mean, there is a feel that they have in conjunction with just Well, getting along with the
1: other realtor. The other realtor made that made in our case made it so because he liked me and he knew that i was sincere when i said you we will ask for absolutely no repairs like i would eat those repairs before we're going to go back and ask them like we're not asking for any we often do that we because (laughs) it's important that what you say goes right so i think a lot of realtors newer and older they're adding as is but they don't mean it They're going to come back and ask for repairs. True. And they're offering escalating clauses that now, which you can't control the buyer's mentation over an escalating clause. An escalating clause means I'm going to write a clause in there that says I'm going to go $500 over the highest bid. Well, now, if I'm a person who gets buyer's remorse, am I going to feel that remorse because I'm like, oh, my God. Now, $500, you should be in the house for five years, probably. That's nominal amount. But that doesn't change for someone. They're not looking at $500 dollars now. In my pers- They're looking at 365 5
0: In my personal experience, more people back out through escalation clauses than anything else. Because I think sometimes people just want to win. I really I think believe so. it. I'm I, think f- it's, I, I think like it's, an auction, people. I think it's a fight. They win. And then all of a sudden, it's this, oh, but do I, do I really want that? We have a
1: friend of ours out of the area. They had six offers he took the one with the escalation clause. I just found out about it. He took the one with the escalation clause. They left and they waited till like day 14. I mean, so now you've got 14 days on the market. Now what do you do? Now you're like, Oh my God, I well, got to get it. Now I have a stigma on my house. Is right. that anyone going to believe and, me?
0: And you have to deal with all of the marketing aspects to overcome said stigma, which typically reduces price. So it is, you have,
1: there are more than price in terms have, of contract.
0: Hopefully you're with a realtor or someone that can be a sounding board that will help you understand that it is not all about that. It's not about the offer and the acceptance. It really is about getting to closing. And if you're not looking at it that way, you should. I look at them all that way.
1: Uh, Price reductions are important because it gives us a sign of our future Mm -hmm. and how we price a home and what that looks like in time on market. Because sometimes you can punt. I did an appraisal recently where I told the owner after the fact it was a private appraisal. So I spoke to the owner afterwards and I said, you need to punt because I don't know. There's literally nothing. Nothing. And so I had to kind of piecemeal it together with homes that have sold. I did a fair sale by owner, which was really the best comparable available. Had to backtrack and get a lot of data for that to support a for sale by owner. But I told him the truth. I'm like, I'm going to appraise it for here. But if you were my family member, I would tell you to price it higher. Because I felt like it was a little jewel Mm -hmm. and someone else can make it. And it was, it's under that 250 range Mm. where it's so desirable and it had a nice piece of land. But I said, I can only appraise it for here, but that doesn't mean another appraiser won't do some other magic six weeks later. So that's what I told him. I said, I got to protect myself and you. And this is what I think it would sell for. But if you were my dad, I would tell you go a little higher. That's what I said. And that's what they're going to do.
0: I've also seen a lot um a lot more response to larger houses, which shouldn't be no surprise to most of us with regards to covid and people working at home and uh, you know a year or two years ago, and I think still true for some people looking for upgrades and smaller where now it looks like a larger house means something more to them because they can space out they can both work from home sometimes people are you know educating their kids at home so it's the response to that so they're willing to they need the extra office yeah, space yeah to take something and I mean optimally it would have it all but in this case it doesn't but they're they're open to that again where I felt like the last couple of years I've not seen as much of that as, well
1: remember our Glasgow listing yeah, in sure. Oxbottom yep and we were priced I forgot like say it's 400000 because I don't remember and there, but the houses in Brookfield around the corner were brand new. Mm-hmm. Zero lot lines, getting four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. But now I think the Glasgow would have been a great house for a homeschool family, oh, for sure, and because there were those extra little spaces, the and, loft. And
0: I think everything's going to change. As you know, last week we had t Spark on with regards to what's happening with cost of these roofs, and you know the, mm-hmm. all of the all of the new regs. So when you're looking at resales and larger houses, I feel like we're going to see resurgence of that larger home that people are looking for.
1: Stick with us, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Maybe, just maybe, naughty girls need love too.
0: Welcome back. I'm Patty Wilson. Everybody remembers <laughs> that.
1: Maybe that's our new promo. Sessa Samantha Fox. Sessa Scott. Radio John, our producer, is developing a new promo for us. And that would be hilarious. Sessa. I would like
0: it. Sessa Samantha Fox. It's at the end of it, so we don't have time for it all, but it's a good song. That would be good. Our listeners probably want to know more. Find her out on Spotify.
1: Spotify with our our podcast. So we do podcast the show. She's,
0: she's got some good tunes. She's not you a can, one hit. Wonder. You can
1: listen to the last 167.
0: That's that's it. <laughs> I
1: don't know. It's a lot. Gotta be more. I don't know. It's a lot. Well, I think there, I even there's
0: basically six songs per.
1: No, no no I'm talking about 167 shows.
0: Oh. Oh we have thousand we
1: have a thousand songs. At least. So I have on Spotify we have a playlist, it's called Patty's Playlist. Season one, season two, season three,
0: season four.
1: And so on. So new, January will be season five.
0: Subscribe.
1: Yeah, subscribe.
0: And flip us a five star. I, I don't do. know what it means, but do it.
1: <laughs> I do like the five stars. I mean, I'll even take a four. I just I'm like am someone listening. I'm still
0: wondering these days about these stars. You know, when we were kids, it was a three star.
1: A three star is went, what? Oh it was a three star like a movie?
0: Now then it went to a four star. You're like well, oh, Michelin. Yeah. Now we got a five. <laughs> I'm like Michelin. I'm wondering I'm wondering if really there's like eight stars now and I don't even know it. And you're asking for five.
1: I'm only asking for four and a half. Like, like I'll take a four and a half.
0: Do you know that there's only five stars there?
1: There are right now. Okay. Apple only has five.
0: Okay.
1: They could write a review. You can tell me to slow down, speed up, change the topic, whatever, whatever, I'll take it. Feedback is wonderful. I love feedback. Because in the end, we don't say, um, the entire show. So Uh, I think, like, it's a win. It's a win. Yeah. I I think we do a nice job. And I'm introducing myself more often. We're (laughs) realtors. We sell houses. Oh, congratulations. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We do. We stage. We staged our own listings. We thought about we've thought about going out and staging other people's listings, but it just doesn't make sense. It's like McDonald's doesn't go No,
0: I have told you recently that instead of doing that, I should be giving seminars yeah, to people school that they could how to develop their core but there, pieces. It, but there already is this like Licensed Yeah, but I don't
1: know that they do anything like that. Okay, I've
0: seen. Have you? Well, Is it bad? No, no. Is it like the old roller? No, I've seen those that have passed the class. Oh,
1: the aerobics classes. It's, it's nothing. It's from like, the 1970s.
0: They're just getting this thing, this certificate
1: for 250 dollars.
0: Yeah, but they're not. They still can't do anything.
1: I'm talking about true development.
0: Yeah, right. But these people don't care about true development. They care about that. They having certification. That. Yeah. Well, like, that's why this guy. I would just like to give him a real certificate.
1: We were talking about the first segment measuring and this certified general, which I give a certified general appraiser all the kudos in the world. That's a lot of hours that I don't have. That's an understanding of math that I don't have. I flunked out of thermodynamics at Temple University. So I don't understand all that and I don't pretend to, but I do know a residential home and the house height has to be. And he's told me I needed to take 10 classes. I said, slow your roll. Like this isn't even what the topic was. The topic was is this a bedroom, but we didn't know why the appraiser didn't count it as a bedroom. So we're just assuming from then on out. Thank you, sir. And I ended my and walked out. Slow your roll.
0: Yeah, I just think some of these classes are really just about getting the credit hours or whatever. Not, I'm not talking about appraising. I'm really just talking about yeah, staging or staging you know. I, 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 there's a lot of people who have you know, degrees in interior design that don't do so well either. I don't have one of those, but I do okay. I just think that sometimes it's kind of obvious about certain things, and these certifications don't necessarily – I think the interior – not des- pass a, in the obvious, clearly. The interior
1: sometimes. design degree, they have one at FSU, but it's really more like an architectural degree.
0: It's, it's now almost, uh, and I believe it is, in the School of Entrepreneurship. Oh, it, it is? They moved it? Yeah, to- it's – well, because Courtney – got her degree in entrepreneurship, but it was a morphed version of what the old interior design degree used to be.
1: So it's not interior design is where to hang the art. It's where walls go and designing the interior. Well,
0: they're teaching things that I learned as a kid because my parents were in retail, but they're, they're learning textures and fabrics and patterns, things that to me are just like I was explaining to the tile guy that I wanted a herringbone pattern in the backsplash and so I and he's herringbone and so I show it to him and he's like that's not herringbone I'm pretty sure it is so what did he think it was it didn't matter I want what I want and whether he called it that or not I really didn't care but it was a herringbone pattern so they're teaching those things that I think when growing up because we were more involved in patterns and not I I wish I did know how to sew but people who could sew and understood fabrics and just different things. We, they're not exposed to those things today because so everything's the language on a screen. of design. everything's on a screen. Yeah, so the language of it. They see something. I, I was explaining to somebody in one of my listings this weekend, and I said, "Yeah, I'm not talking about the chevron look." And they thought I was talking about gasoline. Mm. I'm like, no, oh. it's, it's, it's a so I had to
1: chevrons explain. like Charlie Brown.
0: Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. His
1: little band was a chevron, correct. or bric-a-brac, depending on what your age. Like remember the correct. old bric-a-brac? Yes,
0: but a lot of people don't like when they're going to school and they enjoy fashion or enjoy. They just don't know what those things are. So I don't think you need a degree in that. I think oh. they're. I think they're learning and, what they don't know. Well, just
1: like cases. going back to that conversation on Facebook, it was a Facebook group, and the gal said, and I said, appraisers derive value. We don't extrapolate the price per square foot and arrive at mm-hmm. value. And she said, could you tell me more? Mm-hmm. And I said, as I can, I will go off of here to not offend the masses and be absolute and help. But uh, realtors don't know what they don't know because they don't know that it's it's so easy, especially right now with COVID, so easy to watch a YouTube video of an appraisal class and how something is measured and how value is derived and how that works. Just watch the, it's so much on YouTube right now. It's sick. Like, it's so cool. Like this little software about a floor plan. I wasn't I didn't feel confident that I was scanning the room appropriately. So I called the guy with it was the owner of the company. He calls me, He walks me through, shows me some video. I felt more confident. We're done. So you, I don't know what I don't know.
0: Sometimes things feel too easy and they're just.
1: I didn't know if it was working. Is it not working? Do you do it in one scan? Do you take each room individually? But he made himself available for a half hour and helped me out.
0: So back to my class. Yeah. You should have a class. I could educate as such. I would like to educate first and foremost, most people in this town (laughs) about scale.
1: The scale for furniture. And it's not
0: something I think that you can just go and learn. I think it just is a feeling of scale. Because some things can be, you know, overpowering and big. And then a lot of other times it just doesn't feel right in the room. You just have to feel it.
1: So you have a family. Mm-hmm. You're in a 14 by 20 living room. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's like an average size. So 14 wide enough. Mine's only 11. So that's why I go 14 for 14 by 20. And you want a reclining sofa mm-hmm. and a reclining love seat and mm-hmm. a reclining. Explain what scale means with the furniture.
0: So scale means something that feels right in the room, but it still has to accommodate the family to which you have or lack thereof. But the reality is that you can get something that accommodates probably the number of people that you want to situate. In most cases, it's really affordability. So people buy what they can afford. And so I can get this, this you know, sectional that does everything that I need it to do. It fits all of the people it needs to fit. But it's also five times the size it should be for that room. So if you were to buy something more modern, sleek, you know, low lines, something that feels very simple in, in straight lines, if you will, um, is going to be more expensive. But you can find things at thrift shops like I do, et cetera, that may do the same thing. But people want what they want when they want it. And so they get things that are too large for their room because it needs to accommodate what they're trying to accommodate. But that's not necessarily what sells homes and I doubt very seriously that it feels good when you're in it. Honestly. I think people don't wanna say that, but it cannot feel good. Like it feels it feels very overwhelming. Some of those to sectionals
1: i you know, I'm a big girl. So I try to get up out of the low lying or the, the, the seat cushion, the back is so far back and I'm tall. Like you can barely get
0: up. Well, that's another thing. People don't, a sofa's a sofa's a sofa, which it is not. A lot of them are deep sofas and a lot of them aren't. It's all the scale. So if you get one that's a real deep sofa, it's going to eat up your room. So not only do you have the high backs and the, you know, the fluffy furniture that I don't even know what you call it. It's <laughs> Over starting, stuff. I'm starting to sweat <laughs> thinking about it. But it just, it, it's overwhelming. And I get that people like what they like and they feel good in what they feel good in. But it's just overpowering for a room. So scale, size is important. Clearly. But
1: all their friends have sectionals.
0: A lot of people have sectionals. And I don't mind a sectional as long as it fits the room. I'm not against sectionals.
1: I think that is just like... What we're talking about is it's general knowledge what scale means, but people don't know how to implement it. No. When we had Scott Epson from Decorating Center, he'll, he'll go take someone a piece of board. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. We're talking about scale. Thank you. Let me be myself again. we hear it.
0: Stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And
1: yawn and stretch And try to come to life Jump in the shower And the blood starts pumping Out on the streets The traffic starts jumping With folks like me On the job from 9 to 5 Working 9 to 5 Welcome back. That's a great intro. That's Scott Coward. That'd be great. If you could manipulate that And make that the background Of that gentleman That'd be so cute. It would be super cute. How can you not be happy when you're listening to this?
0: I'm happy just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> so we're talking about scale. So we had our friend Scott Epps on with Epps Decorating a couple weeks ago, which was a great show, by the way. You can go back and listen to it. He may it come on again now, now that
0: he's gotten over the hype of what well, this I hope so. may have been like.
1: I know. We're going to have to have Tom Patterson on talk about insurance in a little bit. But um, Scott was talking about people will bring a board in and say what color should i like they're gonna bring a strip of whatever fat what color should i paint when they could you know scott that'd be a great thing for you because it's for all a fee well, not it's free all, it's but... all
0: relative i mean you can't just ask it's like somebody asked you something recently and i think it was with regards to appraisal and you go where is it like oh yeah. you have to know so much how more. much do you charge for the private right. appraisal you, you can't you can't just
1: What's the square footage? Like, What's the what lot size? Right. What's zip code? Yeah, it all right. changes, everything. So is how far out do I have to go? What's the measurements look like?
0: So scale is kind scale of is the that same thing. It's that if you don't understand it, it can feel dwarfed. It can feel overpowering. Like I know and-
1: my, my sofa is too big for mine. And it's not it's not it's just a little bit <laughs> a little bit different, but just a little bit makes a difference. <laughs> makes a difference.
0: Yes, it does. So, <laughs> just a little... I mean, I, I think it's <laughs> if you're living in your home and that's your thing, fine. But don't when you go to sell your home, no one's going to see it the way that you do. No, that's all I. No, that's what I'm really saying.
1: nobody, and that's why
0: we're like we have another new listing that's coming up in Kelowna that we got this weekend. we yeah. went out to to visit, and I said, love all the updates. Make. Great progress. Yeah. You're getting a pod, right? (laughs) Like the, the furniture is just too big. And I said it and they agreed. So they know it's too big. I, but they're living with it, which is okay. It's okay to have like some pieces that are a little larger, but this is the, this is the common and it's probably my pet peeve and just decorating in general is that furniture stores are developed around this thing where a king is only a hundred dollars more than a queen. Mm-hmm. A queen is only a hundred dollars more than a fool. So you're like, well, why should I buy a fool when I can get a king for hundred dollars more? Fit the room because fun. it literally can't get through the door. That's yeah. why you. It doesn't matter. More of the stuff. Sometimes smaller may even cost you more. It all depends on what it is but that it you're ma- buying.
1: Then the room functions. But this
0: is the pet peeve. You can go and I love the bed. But then there's the nightstand. The bed and the nightstand is $1800, but the bed, the nightstand, the tall boy, the dresser and the mirror, you can probably get for 1600. So why would I spend 1700 when I can only spend 1600 and get all these pieces? They don't all go in the same room. Split them up. If you if you're going to buy the whole set, and please don't if you don't have to. But if you're going to buy the whole set, don't put it all in the same room.
1: You'll often see in our photos that I Scott that takes a, a nightstand and he puts it in the living room. I move. He puts it I, in the dining room. He puts it in the living room. He makes it an office. He puts it in a nook it's with unconventional. other stuff like the house at 615 Morgan Avenue. Yes. Was that her desk or your desk that you put in that Hers. nook of the bookshelf? First of all, that house is gorgeous. We haven't talked about that house. 615 Morgan Avenue. It's in Chattahoochee. It's seventy four hundred square feet. It's eight acres. It is gorgeous inside, gorgeous. But what her pieces were really great for that house.
0: They really were, but it was scale where they were situated, weren't? But the scale. So you just moved everything around. But the scale was definitely in the right jurisdiction. But when you have all of those pieces, and a shout out to my friend your original client and a f- good friend of mine now is kelly Borey. Mm-hmm. the first thing i did in her bedroom she had a huge bedroom saleswood i was like you can't have all these pieces in here oh, she but is. i used it in her dining room i used it in her living room i used it as a and it buffet. was so it smart it turned out fantastic and to this day she she comments she about had it and that, that stu-
1: massive chest of drawers yes. Huge! It was like eight drawers. It was huge, yes. and it fit the room. Mark
0: and I could not get. That out but it
1: didn't room. fit to sell it. It,
0: it. it was way overwhelming. So we put it in the
1: living room, and it was gorgeous. It was
0: one of the my favorite things that I've done. But you can do those things. I think people see it as a bedroom set. They they just are not used to. I guess I'm very unconventional, and when I look at something or how I'm going to derive at an outcome. Because often I'm spending your money like I'd spend my own. I'm not going to go out and try to make something happen that's going to not be, you know, affordable or make sense in terms of your return. So I might give you other ideas to achieve a look that's not necessarily going to be, you know, break the bank.
1: Do you remember that crime show? I think my son James watched it where he's watching stuff and he sees a piece of. He sees eyewear. He'll see eyeglasses on it. And it like is a clue for him. So they highlight those. And I think that's how your little brain works. Maybe. Because you'll see things like, what?
0: I was always good at Where's Waldo. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. It's
1: like how your brain works. Like you would take, and I'm saying the not necessarily the most attractive piece, but you're going to use it in a place that's going to make it attractive. Like, I can go through now a Pops or a second answer, and Scott would like that. Scott would like It's quirky. He would like it. But he would not necessarily use it in the next house. He might use it three houses down from what we're doing. Yes. Because it would fit. Yes. Like, okay. So he takes me to, what's that, the lighthouse Yes, on Adams? Yes. And he's like, Patty, I want this mid-century bench. Go buy it. I'm like, I'll go buy it. I just do what I'm told. So he takes this long, shallow bench, and these indian print like american indian print stools stools <laughs> and i'm like what in the ever loving but when he puts it in also
0: one of my favorite looks
1: it, he puts them under the stool but then we have these really cool uh barrel back chairs that are yeah. like uh chevron yes they have chevron print to it and it worked because the chevron kind of tied into the diamond mm-hmm. cut on the indian and i was like Oh, I'll just shut up. I just do what I'm told. Patty, go get it. Okay, I'll go get it. I don't even question it anymore because I used to go, oh, what are you doing? I told
0: somebody that the other day. I was, oh, I was interviewing someone to assist me and we were talking about you and I was just mm. kind of explaining, um, how unconventional I am in terms of the way I see things or what I do. And sometimes they're a little bit more daring, but it's all in the name of selling the home. Um, so in doing so that you had that feeling at the beginning different and apart chest. from today where you're i said and if i were to say hey i'm gonna do this in like the most awful color she'd be like that's gonna look great
1: <laughs> i wouldn't now, would now because here's the thing Purpose the end the of putting, the game works the seller makes their money it looks beautiful in photos i wouldn't do it but i don't have that brain my brain says how much will the house sell for once we he does it? That's my odd value.
0: But you still know what pretty I looks like. I
1: still know what pretty looks like when it's all put together. But I don't have the brain to say, you know, let's use that shamrock flag. It's not going to happen. But I know enough to say I need to spend a little bit of money and ask someone else's opinion.
0: Yeah, I and, you know, I was thinking of those chairs you were telling me the other those day. Those barrel back chairs? Well, yeah, well, no, you said... Don't don't go to this store because they don't have anything. And I went to that store and I brought home all the, brought to this office oh, all beautiful. this stuff. And you're like, where were these? I'm like at that I store. Was you in said. Pops. You're like, well, it wasn't there. I'm like, it's been there for four months.
1: <laughs> and it's and that's that is something pops pops has to look at too. These chairs beautiful.
0: Yeah, the, but it's just well, like, the chairs are beautiful. The chairs just, are beautiful. Sometimes You cannot see them. It's like going into a house that needs to be redone for selling. You go into a store like that if they don't have a look put together. Way that it's really hard for 90% of the people. I think that that is what I have long not given credit to is that people don't see it the way that they don't see visually that I I expect them to see it. Well, it's like those the
1: pink and or green shoes, yeah. You know, some people are going to see pink and some people are going to see green, and that's just the way it is. And we just need to appreciate each other's, but know where you lack, yeah. Know where you lack, and that's why you're hiring a realtor. You're not hiring a realtor because you you know everything. You're hiring a realtor because you lack. Whether it's you lack the network, you lack the ability to price your house, you lack the marketing expertise, you lack the ability to position what you already own as beautiful stuff. You're, there's a piece of lack that you're missing. That's why you're paying the commission.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I think well said because that the listing well, was. I need to keep that. the listing the the listing that's coming soon that I can't talk about that it's, will be in Clarendon Lakes, beautiful, beautiful home. It's just really just putting it's small details, but if there's anything that I will give myself credit for is having an attention for detail that not many people have, and so I did a few rooms just in the way that I would edit it and absolutely changed everything and she loved it and I think that's where I told myself my internal dialogue says that that's really shower thoughts. that's the big that's the big thing that I bring, I think, to the table. It's the editing part. Like, not in traditional way. It's my, <laughs> the way I do
1: This is Patty Wilson. That's Scott Cowart. This is Patty's Playhouse. It's house talk with a happy ending.
0: Every time. <gasps>